Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. From hilariously bizarre cashing calls to simply not learning from another heel failure's mistakes. These are those ill-advised heel wrestling plans that had foolish written all over them. Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling and here are the 10 dumbest heel plans in wrestling. Number 10, Austin Theory cashes in during a US title open challenge. After somehow walking out of the titular PLE with the all-important briefcase... A-Town would go on to unsuccessfully target Roman Reigns' undisputed WWE Universal Championship on multiple occasions in the months that followed. But with Theory having a whole year to pick the right moment, there was still time for the youngster to capitalize on a wounded tribal chief down the road. Instead of being patient and waiting for a vulnerable spell for the head of the table, though, Theory suddenly decided that the United States Championship was a far more realistic prize there for the tick-in. On the same night that then-champ Seth Rollins had laid down an open challenge for his mid-card strap. Cue many a head scratch as Theory proceeded to waste his guaranteed world title shot on a US title opportunity he could have simply taken for free on November 7th Raw. Theory's decision to cash in after Bobby Lashley had already targeted the visionary inevitably backfired, with the almighty helping cement the silly sausage as one of the most foolish briefcase holders of all time. Number 9, Bray Wyatt tries to scare Randy Orton with bug projections. WrestleMania 33 was a night of tremendous highs and frankly ridiculous lows. And while the jaw-dropping return of the Hardy Boys most definitely falls into the former category, Bray Wyatt's spooky attempts to keep hold of his WWE Championship were condemned to the latter. In the first of two infamous battles with the Viper on the grandest stage, yes, there were two of them, Wyatt felt that the best way to get the better of his one-time Wyatt family ally was to distract Orton with spooky projections of maggots and worms on the canvas mid-bout. And Wyatt would triumphantly walk out of the Citrus Bowl still your WWE Champion before riding a life-size maggot up the ramp to the sound of he's got the whole world in his hands. Only, of course, that didn't happen because this absolutely laughable attempt at mind games succeeded in doing little more than deflating an utterly perplexed crowd and setting the stage for an anything-but-tormented apex predator to bring a much-needed end to the odd defense with an emphatic RKO. Number 8. Vince Russo refuses to show his wrestlers the script. With Vince Russo pulling the creative strings in the lead-up to August New Blood Rising pay-per-view, the Crash TV-obsessed figure opted to unleash a storyline centered around everyone in the company, not knowing who was set to go over in the script heading into the night's triple threat between Goldberg, Kevin Nash, and Scott Steiner. Then, in a clear attempt to produce the sort of controversy he becomes synonymous with, Russo had Deman only arrive midway through the match due to a kayfabe motorcycle accident, only to then walk back out of the contest before its conclusion, refusing to take Nash's jackknife powerbomb for the apparent scripted 
finish. But all Russo and Goldberg's bizarre off-script shenanigans did was remind folks that the rest of the action they were witnessing unfold across the WCW products was very much scripted and fake. Dumb doesn't even begin to cover this spell of peak Russo barminess. Number 7. Sheamus doesn't learn from Batista's real men mistakes. Remember when Batista returned to the WWE landscape, quickly found himself being rejected by the masses for not being Daniel Bryan, and soon decided that his new mission was to try and figure out what happened to all the real men in this business? Targeting the likes of Dolph Ziggler and D. Bryan in the lead up to WrestleMania 30 worked out really well for the animal, right? And he definitely didn't find himself getting tapped out by one of those 195 pound wannabes on the grandest stage. Well, one person who definitely wasn't paying attention in the lead up to the 30th show of shows was the Celtic Warrior. As Seamus took one look at Big Dave's arrogant obsession with his smaller peers and thought, Oi, love me a bit of that fella. And what did this silly bit to rid the WWE Universe of vertically challenged underdogs lead to for Shamey? A roll-up victory for Ziggles over the newly mohawked villain in a kiss-me-ass match at Extreme Rules. Now, sure, it was still the Irishman who would ultimately force his adversary to lay a smacker on his ass cheek in the end, but it's plain to see that this plan to reach the top via the embarrassing of the little guy rarely leads to genuine success, does it? Number 6. Monty Brown wants another title shot, so joins forces with the champion. Back in 2005, Monty Brown acted as one of the most popular babyfaces TNA had to offer. With his quest to become the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion seemingly leading to a surely inevitable victory over Jeff Jarrett down the road. Only instead of going in the direction of Monty as their babyface fighting champ, TNA decided to hold off on putting the title on the alpha male at that year's final resolution. So what did the company do instead? They had Brown suddenly interfere with Jarrett's defense against Diamond Dallas Page at Destination X, and eventually reveal that he had decided to join forces with his longtime rival. Citing a lack of world title opportunities as his reasoning for aligning with the Champs Planet Jarrett squad. Yep, you heard that right. A heel Brown figured the best way to get himself into the title picture was to help the person holding the top belt to keep hold of that world championship strap for the foreseeable. What a mess. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Number five, Steve Austin becomes the leader of the Alliance. The sight of Stone Cold Steve Austin shaking hands with the devil himself, Vince McMahon, left fans the world over utterly shook. Now, sure, agreeing to do business with his arch nemesis did help him come away with his beloved WWF Championship on the night of WrestleMania X7, but it still felt pretty bizarre just how quickly Austin was willing to bury the hatchet with the boss that had been trying to make his life a living hell for years. However, that pretty strange turn and subsequent period spent trying to impress his one-time mortal enemy Enemy, paled in comparison to the all-round oddness of Austin's second call to turn his back on being a babyface a few months later. After finally bringing back the old Stone Cold in the lead-up to the Invasion pay-per-view, Austin would shockingly turn his back on Team WWF en route to helping the Alliance pick up the all-important victory on the night. You know, the same dude who was unceremoniously booted out of WCW all those years ago? Why wouldn't that guy jump at the chance to represent the WCW slash ECW Alliance? Oh, that's why. And in the wake of Austin's Alliance move backfiring, and him ending up on the losing side of the ultimately lackluster invasion storyline, the Texas Rattlesnake was swiftly turned back face as the company did their best to forget about the prior few months of weirdness. Number 4. Kevin Nash texts himself to take down CM Punk As it goes, Big Daddy Cool was supposedly asked by none other than his fellow Click member to attack the winner of Punk vs. John Cena at SummerSlam 2011, and he had the text to prove it. Sure enough, said attack led to Alberto Del Rio cashing in on a vulnerable best in the world but Trips would later confess that he had nothing to do with the chaos. And in another jaw-dropping development, he wasn't lying. Nash had actually wandered into the game's office and texted himself from his pal's phone, claiming that he did so in an attempt to stand up for his mate, after his family had been mocked by Punk, and make WWE cool again. And the fact he ultimately didn't even get that much-wanted match due to not being medically cleared only made the elaborate scheme that little more pointless. Number 3. DDP stalked The Undertaker's wife to make him famous. The reveal of none other than Diamond Dallas Page being the person behind the stalking of The Undertaker's wife back in 2001 was shocking, sure. But it was the reasons why the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion decided to take a walk on the dark side upon making his WWF debut that likely really took folks by surprise. In the wake of it being made known that Dallas wasn't actually just disturbingly interested in Taker's then-wife Sarah, the longtime babyface would confess that he went after the biggest dog in the yard because he was desperate to use a pissed-off dead man to 
to get to the top and begged his new rival to make me famous. Because nobody on planet Earth had the slightest clue who the three-time world champion was, right? This definitely wasn't the same person wrestling fans all over the globe had been witnessing going toe-to-toe with the mighty Goldberg, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair and Sting. In the end, this rather odd motivation and plan ultimately set the tone for what turned out to be an entirely disappointing program between the two legends. Number two, Mr. Kennedy's plan to cash in at WrestleMania involves him defending the briefcase. In the wake of unhooking the career-making briefcase back at WrestleMania 23, the loudmouth heel looked like he was on course to become the latest star to taste main event superstardom further down the road. And in a particularly brilliant move, Kennedy even went on record to note precisely when he would be cashing in his world title shot at next year's show of shows. Get that big paycheck, buddy. So why then would a smug Kennedy be so foolish as to allow himself to be tricked into putting his most prized possession on the line in about against former Money in the Bank briefcase holder Edge just a few weeks on from his game-changing win? Getting one over on the rated R superstar would have been lovely and all, but was it really worth risking the biggest moment of his career over? And just to add further insult to literal injury, the real-life triceps problem that forced the dumb development of Kennedy putting his case on the line against Edge turned out to be less serious than initially thought. But the damage had already been done, and Kennedy was made to look like quite the fool in the process. Number one, Rikishi did it for The Rock. You just knew it was coming, right? Paying off an almost year-long storyline centered around which dastardly heel was responsible for mowing down Stone Cold Steve Austin on the night of Survivor Series 1999. It was shockingly revealed on the following year's October 9th edition of Monday Night Raw that it was none other than the lovable booty shaker Rikishi who was behind the vicious attack. And he did it all for his cousin The Rock, for some reason. His claims of taking out Austin in order to derail the pushing of yet another great white hope, while his fellow Samoans were held back, felt a bit peculiar, seeing as though Rocky in particular had already managed to successfully reach the top of the mountain without his cousin's extreme assistance on a few occasions before this car crash in more ways than one. And just to make matters that little more convoluted, it was later revealed that the game actually hired Rikishi to perform said hit and run. So not only were Rikishi's initial reasons for turning his back on an audience that were cheering on his every move questionable at best, but they also turned out to be little more than a bizarre excuse detour before reaching WWE's real end game. Ha! See what I did there? I'm so sorry. And that's our list. Know of any of the other dumbest heel plans in wrestling? Then let us know all about them in the comment section right down below and do not forget to like, share and click on that subscribe button while you're at it. Also, if you like this kind of thing, then head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I have been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Thank you as always for watching this lovely video today. Hopefully I'll see your pretty faces very, very soon. But in the meantime, be good to yourself. Bye-bye.